It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcast from. And it is a Tuesday, Monday is behind us, thank goodness. It is May the 16th for 2023. We are talking about Canberra this morning. Canberra's distressed listings remain low despite multiple cash rate increases. And in May, Canberra's distressed listings were at 1.01%. That is a slight increase from April's 0.82%. This is really interesting. Data on domain listings filtered for keywords indicating urgent sale. That shows that distressed listings are at a good health metric for the market. And coming up this morning, we we are talking to Luke McAuliffe from Mark Property in Canberra. And good morning, Luke. Uh, welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. And that's probably a pretty good sign, eh, that uh, Canberra's distress is not as bad as what people may think. Hello, Craig. How are you? I'm good. That's good. Yes, it's definitely great to see that uh, the distressed listings levels are low. You know, it's always of concern when these multiple rate rises have been occurring around the country and it's like, let's hold our breath as to just how much of that distress is going to creep in. It's an agent's nightmare, I would imagine. It definitely was for the start of the year. It was uh, everyone getting a bit of an understanding where things were and where they were going to want to be positioned. Over the last few weeks, we've definitely seen a little bit of normality back in the market, confidence from purchasers and sellers committing to selling as well. So it's uh, started to feel a lot more comfortable than it, it did earlier in the year. A lot more comfortable is what people like to hear. All right, uh, Luke, we'll come back to you in just a moment and discuss more from the Canberra property market this morning. You can join the conversation every week by using your phone. Record a message and then email us the file and we'll play any question or opinions you might have the next day. Remember to follow us on any of the podcast platforms so you never miss a real estate podcast. Well, we know the fixed rate home loans in Australia are set, of course, to expire soon, which is going to leave homeowners in a very precarious and vulnerable position. Experts estimate that around $141 billion in fixed rate home loans are going to expire in the coming months. Of course, that is going to cause stress for homeowners and it is a subject that we'll be covering tomorrow morning with Sally Tyndall. If you're blowing out the candles today for May the 16th, happy birthday to you. You are celebrating with Pierce Brosnan, the Irish actor, of course, best known for James. James Bond. He is turning 69 today and it was on this day all the way back to 1929. The first Academy Awards, the Oscars, took place at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel in Los Angeles. The Academy Awards, of course, have since become one of the most prestigious and widely recognised awards ceremonies in the world. But is that true? After the Will Smith slap of Chris Rock, I think people don't really take them all that too seriously these days. (laughs) 
Keep updated with the latest real estate news, economist predictions, property sales, or what's trending right now. Know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast. And let's have a look at that all-important weather word on our Tuesday morning and a mainly fine day in the forecast for Sydney, expecting a high of 23 degrees. Melbourne expecting cloudy skies and some showers with 15. Also, some rain for Brisbane today. 18 is your forecast top, so quite coolish. And in Perth today, expecting a sunny one and your temperature getting up to 23 degrees. Have you missed one of our episodes? Are you a new listener? We have over 500 episodes of powerful real estate interviews, market analysis, predictions and trends. Whatever you're looking for, you'll find it right here. And we are back with Luke, who is in Canberra this morning. And Luke, the property market there, how has that been performing in the capital, especially for you over the last couple of months? The last couple of months, I mean, earlier in the piece, probably a little bit of uncertainty given, you know, the consecutive interest rate rises. The month without a rise, I think, instilled a little bit more confidence back into the market. Uh, we still saw some great activity on Saturday across uh, not just our brand, but Canberra as a whole. The auction clearance rates were above 70%, which I think was high, higher than anything else we've seen this year. So, you know, given people that month to be able to understand rebudgeting probably of living costs and so forth has, has definitely kicked back a little bit more confidence for, for the market. Gee, that's not too bad, is it? 70% clearance. What's been happening over the last prior couple of weeks to last weekend? So that's, I, I guess the trajectory of that is up. It is definitely. I think we've been there, you know, somewhere between that 50 and 60, maybe a little bit, give or take here or there throughout the year. But as I said, I, th- I think it, it comes off the back of, uh, um, as I mentioned to you, the crazy pandemic market where you could uh, put your wheelie bin out the front of the house and it would most likely sell as well. But, you know, it's it's back to normality now. It's, it's back to a normal Canberra market, whereas people are buying and people are selling and they just need to meet and agree to be able to get the results result achieved. Now, you you keep mentioning that word normality, which a lot of people like, of course. Uh, So Canberra's adjusted to this level of normality in relation to sellers. Why do you think it's doing that at the moment? Here we are in May, May the 16th today. Why is it sort of returning to normality, do you think? Well, we, you know, we had the market that was, as we discussed earlier, we had, you know, consecutive interest rate rises, which, um, you know, it, it probably scared a lot of people. We needed to see, not just myself, but sellers, buyers, etc., where the market was going to be positioned. And I think what it was probably going to take was a few weekends of consistent sales to, to be able to research, not just for sellers, but for buyers to see consecutive reliable data pieces. So a few months in a row of consistent data, sales prices that they can look at and say, okay, well, four bedroom homes for the last two months have sold around this million dollar mark. Okay, well, now that's 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 where that normality is. That's where that level is now sitting. Rather than seeing one weekend, one selling for 1.2 million, the next one selling for a million and then back up to 1.2. Well, it's a bit of, you know, unsure. Okay, how do I price this property for a buyer. 
Yeah, we'll have a look at that quality of data in just a moment. I want to ask you how important it is, do you think, in this market to constantly be in the the space of managing sellers' expectations, especially during a sales campaign, and especially in this market? How important is that? Yeah, sure. I mean, so as an agent, we're always employed to do as best we can for the seller, whilst also helping a buyer purchase their home. In terms of managing expectations, I mean, with, with anyone's property, they're, they're going to want as much as possible, but you just need to, to be able as an agent provide reliable data to that seller so that they do understand what their property's worth because what their bank might have valued it at or what their mortgage broker might have told them are often conservative numbers. They'll, of, they'll often want a little bit more than that. And by, by providing reliable data to these sellers, uh, they can get a bit of an understanding from the market as to where their home is positioned. And if they're positioned realistically, then considering most buyers, if you do have competition, they will inflate that sale price. Managing the expectations is generally just using correct data. And we talk about this quite a lot, so it'd be good to get your reaction. What's happening in the space with the people that you're dealing with in terms of wanting to buy property and having the the goalposts change on them with their bank because they're not able to get as much money as they were because of these rate rises? Are you still dealing with that? I think people have been very conservative uh, in what they're spending now on property. I think they're allowing themselves quite a buffer. Um, as we know also, you know, the, the, the banks add a percentage on top for a safety buffer as well when they're lending money. I, I don't think you're seeing people overstretch themselves or go too full on in what they're going to pay for a property, say at auction before or even after. And we were talking about the quality data. Agents, of course, they're constantly looking at the best sorts of data when pricing property. Perhaps just explain to people the concept of quality data in relation to accurately pricing a home, because sometimes this is a very murky, grey sort of area. Not always is it understood. Of course. So it's, it's, it's quite easy along most of the main property portals to be able to research a property address and see data there for sale prices. Because we did have that uncertainty in the market probably throughout the start of the year, it's taken a, a, you know, a solid month or two for those sales to be coming through from the weekends. And then that data is there for people to be able to rely upon. I think the best way to look at data is look at what a property sold for at auction. Because generally, Generally speaking, an auction is a true tell of the market because you've got an open forum of purchasers competing for the property. And what about some of the economists? Of course, they're playing it very safe. They're saying that cautiously optimistic that things might be flattening out. How do you gauge at the moment the whole Canberra market and whether or not it is starting to stabilise? 
Yeah, I, I think it's definitely stable now, Craig, after uh, after the changes we've seen throughout the start of the year. In terms of what uh, they predict looking at uh, you know their data and so forth, it's hard to comment. The, the, the Canberra market itself, I think, is quite insulated with employment businesses, you know, public service and so forth. Um, I, I feel that we're probably just going to see it stay as where it is throughout the year. Might be a few little changes, possibly with people coming off fixed rate home loans which you know may be some maybe some forced sales throughout the end of the year but at this stage what we're seeing and especially from the weekend there's been uh, confidence definitely back in the market and everything moving along nice and normally all right well good on you luke thank you so much for coming on to the real estate breakfast this morning and good luck with all of your sellers your buyers and all of those interactions that you're going to be having over the next two to three months Fantastic, Craig. Thank you very much for your time. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.